Life is a journey, and eventually, all roads come together. You're listening to Breaking Camp, conversations focusing on our passion for the outdoors, everyday life, learning new things, and growing as people. I'm Bryce Ginther. And I'm Aaron Brenneman. And this is Breaking Camp. Welcome to Breaking Camp Podcast. This is Bryce. Hey, Aaron. Nice to have you. Thank you. Um, Good to be here. Dude. Were you talking to me or were you talking to the listeners? I, that was, I'm not really sure, actually. Okay. I was just kind of saying nice to have you. Thank you. So it is nice to have you, though. Thank you. I've yeah. been here for a while now. It's, We've been it's, chatting. It's a fun It's a fun thing. Um, and we're glad that you are here also, our listeners. So thanks for listening. I would agree with that. Thank you for listening, right? everyone who listens. Yeah, each and every week. Um, into the second week of this year. What a crazy year. This is rocking and rolling. 2021 is just going for it. Um, so I think, you know, it'd be nice to check in. How are we doing? It's only a week after uh, we talked about our intentions. How's it going? Um, I was thinking about this in preparation. Had to remember what they are. Is that a bad sign? You know, <laughs> I I was just going to, if I had to say, if, if this was like a class, yeah. you know, I do some yeah. instruction and <laughs> I would not be passing at this moment. Oh, on intentions class? I would no, just in general. If I had to grade myself, you know, oh. a fun exercise for my students. <laughs> yeah. What if you were me? What grade would, what grade would you give yourself? Do you ask them that? No, but I should. Oh, uh, that would good be one. good. If we were in person, I probably would. What grade would you give yourself? Honestly, here they're always going to go high. Yeah. You know, a if, minus. If I was going to grade myself on <laughs> my intention, no follow through for yeah. this year. Yeah. I would not be passing. Yeah, I, um, well, again, if I can't even think of what they are. Same boat. (laughs) (laughs) I may be passing. I may be failing because I don't even know, right? I, you know, do you remember the diet I was talking about? Yeah, the lappy. 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 How's it? Brought some snacks here today. (laughs) (laughs) From the inside aisles. Yep. I brought uh, smoked fish, pork rinds. Mm hmm. You know, and some sugar. Basically, yeah. just some. I should have just brought a, a couple of sugar packets. <laughs> just a five gallon <laughs> bag of sugar. We'll just scoop it out and eat good. it. Good. <laughs> yeah. Get some. Just bring your own spoons. Like, what was that spike. candy they used to have that came in the little roll out oh. things? It's like you dipped your sugar dips. into another sugar. Yeah, dips. Is that what it was? I think it was called dips or dip. It was something like that. Something like it that. It was dip. It was cool. Rolled Has up the white stick stick. It in your pocket. You lick the stick. Yeah. You put it in. Here's there. a stick of sugar to dip in some sugar and lick yeah. it. Or pixie sticks. That was just powder you poured in your mouth. Yeah, I do, I now that we're talking about this, I think this holiday season, yeah. I had a real problem with some a uh, couple specific types of candies. Okay. Because they were on sale at Costco. Oh. And since I don't leave my house, I've been getting it delivered every now and again. <laughs> so it's just too easy. What are those like Lindor truffles? Oh, you did talk about those. Oh, I got so I just kept on getting so many bags of those. Corey had to take half the bag, and she's like, "I'll just have, you can have them when you're over at my house." And then the little square chocolate things that mm-hmm. have like caramel in them, Ghirardelli yeah. or something. Yeah, too many of those. Ghirardelli. So I got um, the Harry and David or Harry and David's. Oh yeah, uh, truffles. Yeah, we got those for Christmas from from uh, my brother-in-law, I think. Yeah, and um, dude, they're. Like they're not my favorite, but they're just good enough where you want another one right after you ate one. And I'm like, oh man, that oh, one was pretty darn good. Or it's, it was good. good enough, but you're like, but there's like four other flavors or five other flavors, and so you're like, well, what's this one taste like? Mm. 
Yeah. Do you like the applets and cutlets? Love them. Me too. Uh, that's a random thing Some because people think that's weird. <laughs> people hate on those. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Most of what I like to eat, people hate on. Speaking of <laughs> canned fish, we'll, canned we'll, meat. We'll get to Camp Kitchen here in just a second. But, oh yeah. Uh, Hold on to your I shorts. I like how we transitioned the our failure. <laughs> To actually implement any of our <laughs> intentions yeah. and resolutions, yeah, straight into how excited we are about candy. <laughs> it's so fun. Well, Maybe. that honestly though, that's the the challenge of the holidays. So I was thinking about this li- literally. So I'm eating before like my meal before we started recording because uh, I skipped breakfast, and so I was pretty hungry. I'm like, man, I don't know what we're having for a snack because you didn't tell me. So I'm like, if it's just sweets and junk food, I should probably eat something decent, right? But I'm looking at what I'm making. It wasn't terrible. I made like little uh, like eggs, a little bit of a couple pieces of bacon, and I put it in a tortilla. So it I wasn't. Thought you, I thought you skipped breakfast. The, I just had it for lunch. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so so anyway, I just made the, a couple like small like small sized rolls or whatever burritos, okay. if you will, yeah. whatever. I love those. Not tons in them, but um, I'm like, so this wouldn't probably be on my diet. The eggs would be in. Maybe a little bit of cheese, but like the like the tortilla and bacon, like you got to be careful the tortilla especially, right? So I was like, "What? Here we are, a couple weeks in, <clears throat> and I am not doing well on the diet thing." I didn't, <laughs> but I'm like, not that, you were, "Not that you were going to have a diet, but you were just yeah, going to try to have an intention around yeah, eating a little better, eating better, yeah." yeah. But here's here's where I where I identified a sticking point for me. I will not waste food. Mm. If it's in my fridge, it needs to get eaten. So when we have something go rotten and bad, it makes me just furious because we bought it. So you make the kids eat it anyway? Usually I do. I tried when they were younger and they would say no or whatever, right? They would just, no, I don't want to eat that. But like, it's, hey, we, I'm paying for this stuff. So mm. I, we got to eat it. So the, I eat a lot of weird meals because I'm clean. I'm the garbage can. <laughs> You know, I think there's some statistic where it's like 40% of food that is purchased is thrown away. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's pretty ridiculous. Um, a couple of things there. I love the little mini breakfast taco roll things. Yeah. Because if you make them a little smaller, (laughs) you can justify having more. Having two. (laughs) Oh, I was going to say three or four. (laughs) Well, these were like small burrito size. So they were, they were, yeah. I mean, it was. Yeah. Let me circle back on one of your, uh, since we're doing a check-in on the intentions, <laughs> one of the things you, you mentioned, you didn't have breakfast, but you did have breakfast foods a little later. Yeah. One of your intentions, you were talking about maybe getting up a little earlier, having a little bit more of a schedule. How's, uh, how's that been going? Oh, uh, okay. So, <laughs> uh, I do have my alarm set. Oh, good. Uh-huh. Progress. Yes. And, um... Let's see. So at, when we're on vacation, it's it's pretty much impossible for me to get up and, you know, set an alarm when we're on vacation and we got nothing planned. If I have an activity planned for that day or mm. whatever, then totally fine setting the alarm. Um, but I through basically through I, I think I was telling you that like work, we started during COVID, we started having like our meetings all started at 10. Mm-hmm. And I'm going, why, why are we doing this? This, this? We used to start at nine. Yeah. And it was at the office that was, you know, 20, 30 minutes away from my house. So it's like, you just got to get up and go, right? Yeah. So I want to switch my alarm now to seven o'clock instead of eight because I had it set at eight because there's no reason. Yeah. You know? And uh, 
I don't remember if I mentioned this, but I had rolled my ankle. Mm-hmm. So part of my getting up early was to like walk or like do some sort of exercise. Um, and it was really difficult to do that with a rolled ankle. And But now it's feeling pretty good. So I've done a couple uh, outings and we've gone on short walks and it's feeling better. No, that's but it, it took a while. It was yeah. about a month. Yeah, uh, you didn't make it up on one of our snowshoes because uh-uh. you were injured. Yeah, and as a family, we had a guest over. We had a friend from Ecuador come mm-hmm. uh, over the holidays, and it was amazing. And we were thinking about going um, to, like, snowshoe or cross-country ski or something. And I'm just like, you guys, I can't because my my foot. And it was a real, like, it, I was limping still a little bit. Mm, I'm out. So, yeah. Well, good. So anyway. we'll, we'll, we'll see so, how it goes. I'm not getting up that early, but I'm getting up. I'm not sleeping in with no alarm. Yeah, so we'll, we'll uh, I don't know, I'll, I'll be getting up out of bed, and I want to, my goal would be in this year that I run a bit, because I used mm. to enjoy that a lot. There's a book I'd like to recommend to you called Born to Run. <laughs> huh, never heard of it. Yeah, check it out. Huh. It's good. To, yeah, all right. Um, <laughs> I don't really have a problem sleeping in or waking up, um, but it's primarily around my uh, uh, just the intentions around convenience of diet mm-hmm. versus like really eating. Cause I, I, mm-hmm. I love cooking, love eating well. Right. I'm just sometimes a little lazy or too rushed where yeah. I don't make the full best of that. So yeah. I don't know. We'll, well see. It's hard too. Like when you have a family, if not everybody's on board, you're almost cooking two meals or, you know, you're, you're preparing a family meal and then you're eating maybe a piece of it, but then you have to, make something additional for yourself or whatever. Mm. So that's a hassle. Um, if you can do it all together, then that makes a lot more sense. Uh, it's easier. But a friend of mine, um, he does, he's a fan of doing Whole30. And he goes, yeah, I know, it's a diet or whatever. And people have their own opinions of that stuff. And um, But he goes, you know, I have learned I either can turn it on or off. So I can either have, you know, sweets and mm-hmm. the stuff that, even like chips or bread or whatever, yeah. I can either have it or I can't. I can't do the like I can have a little bit of this or a little bit of that because he's like there's enough of the um, the treats around like cookies or whatever, you know, bag of chips. He's like, who's going to have one handful of chips and yeah. stop? But you can't have just one. That's <laughs> exactly. one of those chips things, Fritos yeah. or something. You know what we got to have sometimes is the Fritos yeah. and peanut butter and jelly. Oh yeah, Let's that would be a good. Down. Yeah, that's a good. You uh, talked about that. Good one. We could do that for a camp, camp kitchen, kitchen episode. Mm-hmm. So speaking of camp kitchen, let's. Uh, I brought some stuff. Yeah, let's... I brought some of my favorite uh, camping and backpacking treats. Let's do it right now. Let's grab it. All right, dude. This is. Uh, this is. I would call this like my. A selection of my camp charcuterie. Ooh. Is charcuterie a word? Yeah. I mean, I know it's a word, but it, is it specific or is it a general and like tray of meat? Are you Googling? Mm-hmm. Okay. Episode um, season two. Bryce and Bryce Google, and Google stuff. Yeah. Charcuterie. Okay. It's a, oh, wow. This says a store selling cooked meats. <laughs> oh, so like Olympic provisions. Well, then it says, it also says cooked uh, cold cooked meats collectively. Well, that's kind of what we got here because I brought some pretty neat stuff. So I brought some. Uh, this may be. I think this is some lake trout that I smoked. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had this cold okay. smoked, pretty good flavor to it. Really smoky. Always a treat. 
so I catch a bunch of fish throughout the year, whether it's salmon or trout. Yeah. When it's bigger fish, salmon or steelhead, I'll smoke them. You know, I'll cook some and I'll smoke some right then. But with trout, what I'll do a lot throughout the year is I'll just keep a few when I go out every now and again, especially when the fishing's good and I know I can process a bunch at a, yeah. at a point. And then I'll just brine it up, smoke it. So I always have smoked fish throughout the year. So the smoked trout's pretty good. These are like some staples that I would eat. Hmm. When I go camping or backpacking, some of these things are heavy. I don't take them, but... Sure. Um, when I'm camping or backpacking, these are usually things that are part of my meal. So we got the smoked trout. Mm-hmm. I got a can of uh, sardines and 100% olive oil. <clears throat> okay. These are the good ones, too. These are not... Because you can buy them anywhere. And yeah. So they're, they're not great. They can be a little skinny and a lot mm-hmm. of bones. But these are the ones from When Costco. you say skinny, do you mean thin or skin? Skinny. Uh, skin like lots on. of skin. Skin yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. So these are the good ones. These are skinless and boneless, which I think just means that they... It doesn't mean that they don't have them. There's just fewer than a traditional sardine. Mm-hmm. In olive oil. So these are the ones from Costco. Season okay. brand. So these will be on sale and you right. get a... You know, you get 12 of these for 8 bucks, or 8 for 12 bucks, something like that, one of the two. Yeah. And I'll just buy them. They go in bins. I always have them. So these are one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Um, I also got some pork rinds here. <laughs> no. Okay. Some camp pork rinds. Not just any pork rinds, but these are a wonderfully flavored pork rind. <clears throat> Korean kimchi barbecue. I love how we went from diet talk and New Year's... <laughs> intentions to like let's eat some of the worst things the skin from a pig (laughs) but apparently these are pretty good because people that are like uh keto yeah or uh yeah these are keto friendly what's that other one where they run around the building crossfitters 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 will crush a pork i don't know if it's and then they'll do like 10 push-ups and then they'll do that a hundred times and then they'll throw up and then they'll eat more pork i love it i think that (laughs) i said it um, what? I think that it's because they're a low carb, a zero carb. There's no carbs. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I think that goes into the uh, all calories are not created equal category. Some yeah. people say they are. Sure, but these are sure. delicious. Yeah. Okay. Korean kimchi barbecue. So we got those. Okay. And then what's, there's one more thing. Oh, and then I got some, I go, we got a meat market up the road here. And so is, I got a couple of different pepperoni sticks. So whites? the darker one oh. is, uh, the darker one is teriyaki, mm-hmm. and the lighter one is a jalapeno and cheese. Oh, I've had this one. It's my favorite. Which one? The dark one? The, the jalapeno and cheddar. Jalapeno and cheddar is is my favorite as oh, well. Oh, the teriyaki is good, though. Uh-huh. The teriyaki is a little, little drier, a little almost mm. like overcooked. Yeah, but I like jalapeno it. Jalapeno and cheese is my favorite. All so right. I like these because when, when I'm camping or backpacking, yeah. I'm not really on a meal schedule. No, I'm snacking and eating throughout the day in between activities. Grab some stuff, throw it in a bag, eat it from the boat, whatever. All of these work. So that's what I got. We also got some. What else you got? We don't have to eat it now, but this is a one of my go-to's, especially backpacking. Fresh, local, organic <laughs> raspberries and and blackberries. And you would think, you can't get that this time of year. Mm. But somehow, Haribo brings them to you. <laughs> Haribo, Haribo? Haribo berries. Yeah. They make uh, uh, bears, too, like like gummy bears, right? Yep. I think we've talked about this before. They're, it's made in Turkey. Oh, I don't remember that part. That part but these, I think we have... Here, put it closer. I'm going to take a picture. These are... Is that live on Instagram? It's, I'm going to tag this. I'm going to tag Haribo. 
post it. There oh, go. there you go. Maybe we can get them as a sponsor. <laughs> but these are great because I usually will take these and also yeah. the gummy peaches. Not the peach rings, but oh, the yeah. Haribo gummy peaches. Mm-hmm. And you take this. So, but these oh, are the... After um, a meal. This is your... This is not on the diet, but... So no. these are the ones that are like a gummy thing inside, and then the outside has those little beads that make them look like a berry, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm going to crunch a... Get it. Oh, that's the pork rind. Yeah, pork rind. You can really hear that flavor. Mm. Does it come across like, does it sound like Korean barbecue or kimchi? I don't know, but people people watch a lot of this on YouTube. That's ASMR. Mm. You heard of that? No. Don't Google it. Okay. <laughs> it's like I've heard about it on some shows I listen to where people will say things uh, the way that it affects people's senses and when they hear people chewing. What? And the it's smacking crazy. of their mouth. ASMR. Oh. Check it out. Okay, I'm going to also or don't. I'm going to try this sardine here. That's rough on. That I like fish and that's a hard one. That's, <laughs> that's a tough one. Oh man. That's the response most people have. Yeah. <clears throat> also, part of why I like bringing this weird foods camping. Yeah. How's it? How's how's the sardine with coffee? I actually like it with coffee. It makes it better. Really? <laughs> yeah. Part of the reason why I'll bring this weird stuff is a, I like it. Yeah. B, I can bring a bunch of stuff and I can offer it to people. <laughs> oh, would you like some pork rinds? Would yeah. you like some smoked fish? Nobody takes you up on it. Ugh, nobody, like, nobody wants any of that. Super polite. You just uh, didn't take me up on my offer. I brought enough for everybody. <laughs> mm. Dude, that is hilarious. I like, this is, I do love adventure eating, and mm-hmm. some of this is in that category. Yeah. Uh, the, the the sardines and the pork rinds, I don't eat a lot of pork rinds, but they're they're not bad. It Yeah. They're okay. Yeah, they're, they're decent. Okay. And the, the pepperoni, mm-hmm. you know, this would be one of my camp tips. Camp t- camp tips with Aaron. <laughs> wow, we need a jingle. We do need a little jingle. I would say one of the things that I like to do is go to a nicer smokehouse yeah. or meat market yes. to get your beef jerky and your pepperonis. Yes. Because the price is relatively to the same to buying something cheap in a regular store. Yep. But the quality of what you get is so much so better. So much better. And I don't think they put a bunch of like nitrites or whatever nitrates yeah into, preservatives and stuff yeah like preservatives that, yeah. into their meats and so mm-hmm. i don't think that's good for you i don't know the science on it but people always make a big deal when fake it doesn't new, fake news <laughs> yeah so anyway no mm. nice job dude this is good we're going to be crunching on this through the show hopefully it doesn't irk you but if it does sorry who knows what are we, what are we going to be talking about today bryce today i mean since we've talked for about four hours before we started recording, we should have a very <laughs> solid idea of what we're talking about. <laughs> Chad you know, just never hits hits record on time. He doesn't. He doesn't. He's he's over there asleep because he's like, I don't know when these guys are going to actually start the so show. So boring. He's like, I don't have any coffee. I just want to ask you. I'll start with a question. Have you okay. ever been? You ever been camping? You're in okay. a tent. Yep. Sorry, I got a bite of pepperoni in my mouth wash it down with some coffee (laughs) so you're in your tent you um getting all settled in tucked in and you just hear you are convinced you start hearing some sounds outside and you are convinced that there is a there's something outside your tent 
and 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 then and you're going that, that whoa that actually sounds like a critter well i don't know that that was pretty big sound and then you're now your imagination is going crazy and you're just going i'm convinced that there's a bear in camp or something sinister right is out there have you ever experienced that kind of thing i have um Yes. And then, <laughs> I don't know about you, okay. but um, I've experienced that very same thing multiple times. And without fail, it's a squirrel or, mm. or a sparrow, you know, rooting around through things, right? Through the leaves or the whatever. Or they're like, make, they make so much racket. A field mouse. Yeah. In your food bin. Exactly. Sounds jumbo. Sounds big. Yeah. I don't know. I have. I, I was taking a... Did I ever tell you about the time I was taking a nap in the hammock and there was a bear in my cooler? No. Yeah. <laughs> like, pretty much, you know, there's this social distancing thing. It was socially distanced. Oh, okay. So it was... It was six feet away. No mask. not much... Six no, feet. No mask, but not much farther away than six feet. Oh, my gosh. So I was just up on Mount Hood. I was at a dispersed camping spot near mm-hmm. a pretty popular lake. And so it never occurred to me, like, when I'm in the wilderness in the backcountry, like, I sure. take food precautions. I yeah. leave no trace and as best I can. Yeah. And try not to leave stuff out and have stuff in bear bags or bins or whatever, mm-hmm. right? Or hang stuff from a tree. Mm-hmm. Well aware that that's something that I should do for our safety and also the safety of animals. Mm-hmm. Right. However, I was in an area that might as well have been a state park. It's so busy. A trail oh. around the lake. Yeah. People everywhere. I'm in dispersed side, so I'm off a of forest road. Mm-hmm. But I'm 200 feet from the truck. Yeah. And some lady walks by. I'm kind of hanging around camp. I'd fished in the morning, hanging around camp, and I'm always waiting for some friends to come up later in the week. And so I got up. Because here's a nice thing. <laughs> There's... Cell service there. Mm-hmm. So, oh, nice. So since I can kind of work from wherever, my friends were mm-hmm. able to come up on Thursday, Friday. I said, I'll, I'll go up on Tuesday, mm-hmm. make sure we kind of get the spot. So I camped and worked Tuesday, yeah. Wednesday. They started showing up. This lady walks by on the trail. She's like showing me her phone. Look at this. There's a bear in those people's cooler down there. I was like, well, that's crazy because this is, this is not a remote right. area by yeah any means of the word. But, you know, the animals become accustomed to food sources and they look past a path of least resistance and it's near a campground. And so I figure, well, you know, I think that's not good. (laughs) But there's some other people camping in that area. So Mm -hmm. I I look over and I hear the guy next to me crack a beer or something. So I think, oh, he's there. I'm going to just lay in my hammock. If someone is here, yeah, he's cracking a beer, we're fine. whatever. So he's maybe going to be if there. If a guy next to me is drinking a beer, we're fine. Yeah, that's what he's you're having, If he's having a beer, we're good. <laughs> so I jump into my hammock and I'm like, I'm gonna have a read here. Mm-hmm. And next thing I know, you know, because when I get in a hammock and I read, it usually the Quick. reading lasts for about <laughs> seven to eleven minutes. Yeah, before I'm just asleep. Yeah, warm for sure. Day. Yeah. Next thing I hear is my cooler shutting. And I look over, and there's a there's a black bear with its paw in the top of my cooler, like it would opened it, shut it back down, like it tried to open it, but it lifted it, it, it fell, up and yeah. it fell back down. Mm-hmm. And so I look over, and it was like, you know, yell, "Whoa, bear!" You know, and I kind of mm-hmm. scampered off as soon as I said something. He was out of there. Oh, really? That's tried good. to steal my carrots. <laughs> 
<laughs> he didn't take the sardines. Didn't take any of the meat, none of that stuff. I did talk to the neighbor who apparently cracked a beer and left. I don't know where he was going or why Dude, he needed a beer. Wh- I needed you for my wingman on I my know. nap. So he <laughs> yeah, cracked his like... beer, left. Well, the bear got into his cooler, mm. got all of his meats. Oh, clearly he needed some carrots to go with it. Yeah, needed some carrots oh, his, for his charcuterie sense. board. Absolutely. But he just uh, he just pulled his meat out of the cooler enough to ruin it and leave it laying on the ground. So didn't even take it. Either. Oh, weird. He's so, like, ugh, this has really preservatives weird. in it. Yeah, I don't it like... wasn't. It was. It wasn't grass fed. This isn't grass fed. All organic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wingo. Gar- who gets? Who brings Wingo meat? <laughs> So I did Dude, go over nuts. to the campground host, and I was like, hey, you know, just so you know, mm-hmm. I figured they'd want to know, post a sign, inform others, right? right. take some preventative safety measures. <laughs> I say, you know, hey, there's a bear <clears throat> going around this trail. Yeah. like, oh, no, we know. It's been in our trash bins, and it's been in people's coolers all week. <laughs> Thanks for letting me know. Thanks for letting us know. <laughs> yeah. So that's Aaron, just that's just one. You file you file that away for like when I'm a camp host. Uh, that will not be my response. That won't be happening. <laughs> I filled out the comment card for sure. So that was just one that <clears throat> happened to me. How about you? Um, so I've had a couple different encounters with wildlife that are uh, interesting, um, but one animal encounter. Um, I was elk hunting, and I was up on Mount Hood as well. <clears throat> we were uh, archery hunting, and a friend of mine, we had been hiking around all day and hadn't seen anything. And finally, kind of the last, say, 30, 40 minutes of, of daylight, we hear a bugle, and it was ways off. And so my buddy, he, I'm learning from him, right, because this guy is super elky. He always gets into him. So I'm just like, I'm just here to follow you and, like, learn, right? So we, um, we bugle, and we get a response. Mm-hmm. And we're like, oh my gosh. But it was a ways off. So he's like, it's that direction. He's like, follow me. So he takes off running. He's like, pick a tree as far as you can see that's that you can run to. So he's like, we're going to run to it. We're going to stop. We're going to call. We'll hear it again. Right, you know, kind of over and over and over again and get as close as we can. He goes, throw caution to the wind. You just don't want to be seen or smelled. So I'm like, all right. So we just take off, right? We We, we got right into this little herd of elk. And we had um, three bulls that were bugling around us. Mm-hmm. And um, so anyway, that was the, that's not the experience I'm talking about. But we, we did, so we, we had that happen, right? We have a chance, but they're all looking at us because we couldn't creep. The forest was open enough where we're like sitting still. We're within bow range, but we can't move right now because they got, we got nothing to hide behind. We're just whoop, frozen, right? Because a, a, one of the cow elk was looking, she had laser beams on us, and she was like, <clears throat> what's going on? And the bulls were just kind of stupid and silly. Mm. Finally, she kind of made a bark sound or a little bit of a whatever um, alert. They were distracted by other <clears throat> Yeah, they were a little preoccupied, <laughs> yeah. And, and she's like, knock it off, look at this, you know? Yeah. So all of a sudden, one of the bulls, that was a branch bull. Like this one, we were, our blood was going. It was mm. crazy mm-hmm. exciting. Um, so she is looking at us. This bull's looking at us now. We, we're trying to creep in and we're like, well, nothing's going to happen at this distance. They're, they're not going to come closer to us because they're alerted. So why don't we just slowly try to creep forward, right? And just see what happens. Mm-hmm. So as we do that, you know, whatever, a deer that was nearby <laughs> busts 
out and it takes off. So that alerts them even further. Anyway, so all that to say, super fun moment, but it all went to, went to crap, you know, and just, we didn't get the elk, but it was awesome. It was amazing. Um, probably one of the best elk encounters I've had in without, you know, getting one or whatever. So as we're kind of retelling the story, re-remembering it right mm-hmm. in, because in the moment, it's like, what did you see? What did you see from your perspective? This and that, we're putting it all together. We are worked up. It's getting dark and we're just like, man, let's go march over and look at where it was. And we just were checking it all out. As we're standing there, it's now dusk, you know, a little beyond dusk because it's getting dark where you're about, okay, we're going to have to pop out the headlamps or whatever. <clears throat> we hear the most eerie sound and it was it was like this low like like just the weirdest it, hmm. i could not peg it to any animal and i've heard tons of animal sounds my buddy uh he also was like that's a squatch dude and i'm like no it's n- whoa, whoa. come on and i'm like that was probably an owl or some oh. Okay, we're going to get there in a second because we started this talking about noises outside our tent. Yeah. We're not, I see Sasquatch nowhere on this topic <laughs> list. However, no, no, no. my next story oh. is so is very similar, except there were no tracks anywhere. It was a Squatch. You think it was a Squatch? Yeah, just like yours. Mm. Was it on hood? It was on hood. I was snow camping and I pulled in a gear sled outside of Clear Lake. Yeah. And I got down there, made a fire, and I'm just in my tent. And the most eerie, weird, yeah. deep, low. Like, I remember there was a period where I could kind of try and make it for other people. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's gone now. Yeah. That's kind of where I'm at but with in it, the, too. So in, so in the morning, I'm like, you know, I made it through the night. Here's the way I handle this stuff when I'm in a tent. <laughs> it's like, well, I guess there's nothing I can do here. I'm so probably I'm, fine. I'm going to put in some... Some earplugs. Oh man, because I don't want to. I don't want to hear it coming. Like if it's coming. Oh yeah, I'm fine. Come and get me. But I don't want to hear it and sit here and be in my head. I'd rather turn off the sounds. Yeah, if so I, you can just go to if sleep. If it gets me, it gets me. Yeah, you know. But yeah. same sort of thing. So in the morning, I wake up, and it was really windy, and there was a lot going on, a lot of noises, the animal noises, the squatch noises. Squatch. Obviously. Obvi. And yeah. then wake up in the morning, I start looking around, because it was so close that there had to be some tracks of some sort. Sure. Nothing. They don't leave a track. Nothing. Unless they mean to. <laughs> Just for the TV shows. Yes. Only for TV shows. So so that's that's that was that story. Okay. Granted, yes, it didn't happen in a tent. Uh, I do have one other tent story. <clears throat> Oh, we went out of order. I got us. I thought I was waiting for the talk about the weather. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this one, this one, we it's also elk hunting. We hiked in. Did, we set up a spike camp, and for you non-hunters, that's just a, a camp out in the woods, right? You hike in, backpack in, little small camp, simple, simple setup. And we had our tents kind of. Um, we were on the. We were in the trees uh, on the edge of this really big meadow, and we were miles and miles back in there. Um, and then, um, so we, I think I can hear that. Can you hear that? <laughs> a little bit. Well, I'm done with my charcuterie, so I'm going to get a... <laughs> yeah, pour those, some, pour some those on there. Here. Yeah. There, that's good. Um, so we're, we're sitting there and we're going, okay, where's the good place to find, you know, do we want to camp in the meadow? 
do we want to camp in the trees? You know, and it looked like you could tell like there were outfitters that would pack in with horses and stuff. And so they had sort of established like not camps, but kind of, you know, where, where it was all flattened ground and everything. So we're like, well, this yeah, so is it's a nice durable surface. Yeah. It's you camp. The, they, they like to say the best campsites are found, not made. Oh, that's a leave no trace principle. Well, this one, we were just camping on somebody else's trace. Perfect. That's great. <laughs> you know, way better than making your own. Yeah, trace, we didn't want to. Yeah, we weren't trying to build a city or anything, okay. right? So anyway, so we're we're hunkered down. Of course, you know, elk hunting. It's in in Oregon. You know, it's warm. Uh, you're hiking a long time. We're exhausted. We had eaten. Quick to bed. You know, it's like all right, time to go to bed. It was like fall, September. Yeah, October. yeah, September. Yeah. So um, in the middle of the night, we start hearing <clears throat> this. Uh, I'm I'm not kidding you. When you wake up out of a sleep and you hear crazy noises, your brain is all messed up because you're asleep. It literally sounded like a howling freight train, like coming oh, through the, the forest. The wind, yeah, I yeah, that. Mm-hmm. and and it's like there's destruction coming, right? And it was the weirdest thing. We all wake up, and we're we're kind of frozen we're all in our separate little tents because they're all backpack tents Mm. and um so it was me and two buddies they each had a son with them i did not at the time um my my son was too small and we hear this like like it's it sounds like elephants going through the Mm. knocking everything over right goes across gets to us and wind is just just battering the trees around us. And we're freaking out because we're in our tents, right? And we're going, what the heck is going on? This is nuts. And, I, and I've you know, been to Oregon coast. I've been in storms before. This was super violent. And all of a sudden, uh, off to my left, I hear a tree go down. Like mm. super close. It sounded like it was right next to my tent, right? Yeah. So I'm now we're starting to kind of freak out. We unzip our tents and it starts to rain and um, blow and all that stuff. We're like, it's dark, headlamps, the whole bit. Another tree to our right goes down and we're kind of like, we get out. We're like, whoa, we need to assess what's going on. Anyway, it was nuts. The storm kind of passed pretty quickly, mm. but. The next, we all like, okay, well, are we feeling safe enough now? You know, because again, trees are going down around us, right? Yeah. And deadfall is very common to, it kills people, right? And which is, I think, why they call it deadfall. Yeah. But but I'm just going, what the heck? So we were able to manage, we managed to get back to sleep. The next morning we woke up and we paced off how high these trees were. They were like 100 feet trees. Oh, wow. That were getting knocked over. One of them was the length of the tree away from our camp so so the tip of it was basically like if you were to make a triangle from the root ball to the tip and then swing that root ball around to our tent it was the the same distance super close wow and the other one was you know coming towards us also but it was just short of us like i don't know 50 yards or whatever but uh, we're going Mm. this is nuts dude what are the chances of those trees going down right around us but the trees are in proximity to us didn't and we got into the root ball of one of them, and it was 14 feet high. We're wow. just, it was a scary thing. Like it was, it was definitely just one of those things. And you're going. We learned a lot because it's like you got to really pick your your campsites, yeah, really well f- for a lot of reasons. Right. That's one of the things that I talk about a lot with my trip safety planning for mm-hmm. uh, students is campsite selection. Right. You know, and you're looking at water, 
water runoff. You're looking at hazards, and, and mm-hmm. that's definitely one of them. I had a very similar thing with uh, backpacking with my brother up near Three Finger Jack, just mm-hmm. off the PCT at, near Wasco Lake. Yeah. We'd go up there and do like a, I think it was like a 27-mile sort of loop around there, three days, and get to Wasco Lake. Had that same experience with a uh, massive windstorm and yeah. just coming in like a train. And then you start hearing trees falling trees over. Trees go down, yeah. I did the same thing I did when I heard the squatch. I was like, well, I should put <laughs> earplugs. some earplugs. Well, I didn't get out. It's yeah. fascinating that you got out. Well, um, we got out where it's like you're out of your tent, you're out of your um, zipper, but it was raining. Oh. So we had, I mean, we're in pajamas, we'll say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're not wearing a whole lot. Yeah. And it's cold. And it's raining, and we're so we didn't like step out of our tents, but we sort of like mm. popped up out of the doors, and we're like, "You good? You Looked good? Yeah. Everybody's okay. good? Okay, mm. you know." But yeah, it's crazy. Oh, that is nuts. <laughs> um, so when you're out, you hear all sorts of stuff. All sorts of stuff. That's just a couple stories from each of us. That I mean, there's more, right? Yeah, but there's crazy things. And I think what's interesting about it to me is when you're in your tent, the psychology that goes on, what do people like you and I seem to react fairly similar Mm -hmm. where you're like, you know what? We're probably fine. And it's like that, (laughs) that false confidence in that nylon of your tent. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I'm well, I'm one of two ways. I'm either I'm probably fine (laughs) Mm -hmm. or I'm going. It's my time. It's my time. Not much I can do about it. I was out. Over in Central Oregon, a while about a few years ago, fishing over at Hosmer Lake, and yeah. the weather started rolling in. It rolls over the Cascades there. Yeah, I'm out with my buddy, and we're in pontoon boats, and lightning starts flashing. Everybody starts coming in off the lake in paddle boards, and I'm yeah. like, "Well, what are the odds? A, what are the odds? Right. B, if I go fishing, like that's a pretty dang good way to go." Right, like if you get so if the lightning I, hits you, yeah. Yeah, why would I rush off the water? <laughs> well, and the that moment before rain hits can be incredible uh, fishing because mm. that barometric pressure changes, and just that few minute window, mm-hmm. they I've experienced really intense bites going on um, in that, and then all of a sudden it's just pouring rain, and then it kind of shuts the bite off. Mm-hmm. But that that shift in the barometric pressure, yeah. I can say that. Um, I don't know. It triggers them to feed or something. So yeah, it's crazy. That's nuts, man. Well, you know what I think about is now I have a rooftop tent Mm. and so I'm higher up. And so I'm going, okay, is it more of a target for lightning now? I got this big metal rack that it's sitting on. You're a little safer for wildlife. Yeah. So only a little, (laughs) I mean, it's only seven feet off the ground. So it's again, I believe it's a false sense of security that we have with that because you're going, I think I'm fine. I think I'm fine. Yeah. But then you see videos of animals that get into impossible situations. They're like, how did you open this or get up there or whatever? Yeah. Like the, like the bears that are in the grocery store <laughs> eating the candy. <laughs> yeah. Just walk <laughs> rock right in. Walking in. Yeah. Um, I kind of feel the same way in the camper, you know, it's like, I'm kind of protected here, but not really. It's soft sided yeah. above. Yeah. Seven feet. Yeah. You know, it has a roof. But it's I like did... a sardine can that yeah. you <laughs> pops up. They're like, I want that soft meat inside. I wonder what's in there. Yeah. I'm like, oh, it's fine. I'll just keep the food in the fridge in here. <laughs> 
But this brings up something we talk. Uh, I I put down the tools. Mm-hmm. So one of the things that earplugs, obviously, because it allows me to drown out the sounds. Yeah. Which the drowned out of the external sounds mm-hmm. primarily drowns out the internal fears and anxiety. Yeah. Okay. It allows me to just be like, oh, or I'll throw in a podcast. Uh, listen to that. Listen to some music. But also, uh, one of the things that I saw people talking about having uh, for animal deterrent is mm-hmm. air horns. So I started grabbing oh. some of those like boat air horns. Yeah. And I got that in the camper. Oh, so I would take that in if I was tent camping somewhere. Probably mm-hmm. I'd throw that in there. Mm-hmm. You know, you could take a you could take a pistol or something. But really, how well are you going to wake up in the middle of the night, find uh, yeah. your pistol, not <clears throat> shoot your neighbor? That is one of my. I'm not an anti-gun guy. I, I have guns and, and everything, but um, I really am with you on that. I, I, I look for every opportunity not to shoot a gun um, in that kind of situation, right? So yeah. my thing is the reason I have guns is to hunt. Mm. And, and so, it's you know. It's not to go to the Capitol? It's not to go. Yeah. <laughs> not to, shockingly enough, um, never, never occurred to me. It didn't, huh? Yeah, isn't that weird? Yeah. Because you're not on parlor. I guess not. <laughs> but yeah, so, it, you know, if, if you, you know, you'll hear people like, well, take a gun to bed or take whatever. And you're thinking, but when you're sleepy, and I'm thinking of, of how groggy you are when you get woken up and, and then it's disorienting to have some weird sound or you have some fear associated with the sound. It's dark. You can't see. You forget that you have a camp neighbor maybe nearby. It can go real bad real fast. But what if their generator's been running all night? Well, then they maybe deserve it. Maybe. I think that the thing about the gun is definitely more psychological than it is practical. Exactly. Yeah. So, gives you a mm-hmm. little bit there. But definitely earplugs. Keep them everywhere. I also don't have much of a problem. Can you hear me eating all of this candy? A little bit. Some? It's. I, I just ate mine. You can put it here. Don't put it on the sardines, though. Those are not good. <laughs> what? N- not a fan, huh? I I like smoked kippers. So, if they taste different than sardines to me, which is herring, I think kippers. Yeah, kipper herring. herring. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, some other noises. Mm-hmm. I I lost my train of thought, but I'm just gonna jump. You were talking uh, candy generators. Generate. Yeah, that's what I was moved it. Sometimes the noise. I am fortunate. Here we go. I am fortunate in that I am a pretty hard, hard and fast sleeper. Me too. So I don't have to listen to other people snoring. That's me. I, I can snore. put in some earplugs. Yeah. I have been told I snore. I don't have any video proof. So I ask people. I say, "What's your source? <laughs> like, can you can you verify that? Can you give me a reference of any sort?" <laughs> um. So I these aren't really for me, but sometimes in campgrounds you'll mm-hmm. run into. Like, especially in dispersed camping areas. We've been camping a lot lately mm-hmm. in snow parks mm-hmm. up in the campers. So we're, you show up, you get there, not a bunch of people around, and later people show up and fire up the generator right next to you. <laughs> so considerate. Super considerate. <laughs> One of the benefits of a campground, I guess, would be that there are quiet hours. In oh, dispersed yeah. camping spots, mm-hmm. you don't have a lot of... right. I mean, there's etiquette. Cora and I were talking about this, and basically, my philosophy, because mm-hmm. I was kind of like, oh, this, this whole lots open, these people pull up right next up, up right next to us, yeah, throw on their generator. What I was saying is, you know, my philosophy in whether I'm here in a snow park, there are no rules in a snow park. Sure, there's no rules in dispersed. Camping. Just a parking lot, basically. Yeah, yeah. But the etiquette 
the way that I try and go about it is that I am not trying to have whatever activity I am doing, noise I am making, impact the experience of others. That's because you're considerate. It's, a, I keep, <laughs> it's the keep it within your campsite, right? right? right. You know, it's like even when I'm camping somewhere, mm-hmm. I'm not yelling or loud. I'm mm-hmm. trying to not because I don't want other people to impact the experience I'm having, right? By their, we might, you know, yeah, dip dip cruddery. To, to avoid, so that Chad doesn't have to beep a word. Deep, deep, oh, dip oh, crappery. Dip, gotcha. Dip crappery. I follow. You know, because I don't like that, and I'm mm-hmm. sensitive to it, so it mm-hmm. also leads me to explore and go to places where there are fewer people. Yeah. Uh, we had a great time a couple of weeks ago. We were over on the Deschutes. It's kind of off-season. Mm-hmm. Kind of? Kind of. <laughs> Pretty off. I told you a guy pulled, we were driving, a guy had probably, you know, this... T- the typical sort of seven to eight pound mm-hmm. red side steelhead pulled out of there. Dude, that's awesome. Late summer. Yeah. So people were fishing. We did a little fishing. We didn't spend much time doing or throwing waders or anything, but we had a great camp spot. Yeah. Right on the river. Yep. Grassy area for Nobody's the dog. Nobody's there. Nobody. Yeah. The whole river door is up $8 a night. <laughs> and that's seven days a week. In the summertime, it's eight dollars during the week. Uh, year right. Twelve dollars on the weekend. Yeah. But now it was. I mean, it was during the middle of the week. So I, I will take that. It's kind of like we got a chance to go fishing not too long ago. Yeah. And we just we live near a hatchery here in a local river, uh, in town. And so we just I proposed to you instead of going where we had to drive because it gets late, dark, pretty early. Yeah. Let's walk down to the hatchery just to see what's going on. Right. See if people are catching stuff. If they are, you can kind of see what's working, how the run's doing. There's a little board with the info on mm-hmm. how many fish have come through or been recycled. So it's kind of nice to do every now and again. Sure. Definitely not my type of fishing. I'd rather go somewhere on the la- the stream yeah. I can get to and be just, by myself yeah. and catch zero fish than go to the hatchery and actually catch fish. It's just because... Like, as we saw, there's trash everywhere. Yeah, we picked up you know, a lot of trash. We took a bag and pulled out tons of line. People mm-hmm. would catch the line in the river that we yep. had snagged, mm-hmm. reel it in, and then just put it in the bushes. Yeah. Not real. That's my, I appreciate a um, unaffected experience by other people, whether it's trash, whether it's noise, well, whether it's light. Yeah. Right? You ever been somewhere and somebody's RV LED light is on? Yeah, I that doesn't happen too much to me. Uh I don't camp in a lot of campgrounds anymore. Um but yes, it, it is the <clears throat> you know, to I think the thing that I think of in that situation is um and I I feel like I'm talking out of both sides of my mouth when I say this, but like people that with their music. And so they, I typically, when I camp by myself, don't take music mm-hmm. and listen to music. But when I go with buddies, almost always there's a little Bluetooth speaker going with music. And I tip, I'm usually the guy that's like, hey, man, can we like have a couple hours with no music? I love music, but it's like we're outside in the woods. Wouldn't it be cool to hear the woods or, or not hear the woods? You know, where it's just a little silent and... You know, I'm usually not uh, the popular opinion in that whole thing, but but again, it's like with the group, you sort of roll with it. Um, and most of those times, we've never been close to people where we would have yeah. bothered them. But I I can remember very clearly last summer um, being on the lake. I think I even talked about that where I'm I can hear lyrics from the guy who had his truck um, pulled up to the shore, door open, stereo on pretty loud yeah i can hear the rap lyrics uh on the lake 
out on the lake. And I'm just like, yeah. no, you're kind of ruining my experience ruining here. But time here. I, you go ahead and listen to music, love it. But like, poof, you don't realize how far Keep sound it in goes. Your bubble. Yeah, you don't have it affect other people. So, like, if you have music in your campsite, don't yeah. have it go to others. <laughs> yeah. so. You're on the lake, water and sound is carrying. But I understand, so. like, that desire to want to, like, get your groove on or whatever in Was it like a nature. dance party? Uh, no, no. He was just fishing. He just liked the he just He just needed the music. Yeah, he just wanted to have a stereo loud, which, again, I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't mean to stereotype here but I, I know that there was probably bait on the end of that hook it's okay to stereotype it, it was... so long as you say i don't mean to stereotype <laughs> one of the things i did for a long time was i i felt yeah. like empowered to say whatever if you just say i'm just saying mm. <laughs> i'm just saying and then you can say mm. whatever yeah I, it, bait, fisher. bait fisher um but again it's power it, bait there is a difference and and i i bait fish i also fly fish I also, any, any, whatever, you know, I fish any way I can because that's what I want to, you know, I'll, whatever the, the thing is that uh, works, I'm going to use it. That's fulfilling one of your resolution intentions for the years. Mm-hmm. You fish more. Yeah. Any way you can, as much as you can. As much as I can. Yeah. yeah. And I, and so far, I'm doing pretty good. I've gone uh, both weeks. I've gone one day at least. Wow. Yeah. <clears throat> so, but yeah, anyway. It's I just, did notice your boats on your rig. Yeah, I, I know. I've been driving around, you know, ca- the kayaks up there, and people are like, "So you've been taking that out?" And I'm like, "I love the they reaction." Think you're going for like a splashing giggle. Yeah, exactly. And I'm like, "Yep." And they look at me like I'm crazy, and I'm like, "Don't care. Don't need an explanation." Yep, yeah, I've been out, yep. and they're like, "Dang, dude, good for you." <laughs> they is such a weird thing. Wow. So it's funny. Yeah, but. You know, and that's what I was thinking about in weather, just small rabbit trail, is the mm-hmm. is December in Oregon typically isn't super cold. It's January and February for us that gets pretty cold. Yeah. And it can get pretty cold. Can, yeah. And and so <clears throat> a lot of times you can find a two, three-day stretch of dry winter weather, which I love being out in that dry winter weather, and especially if you're on a, in a kayak or, you know, it's co- yes, water's cold, sure. But I'm not in it, you know, mm-hmm. and um, so I, I don't know. And nobody else goes. So you're kind of by yourself. So it's awesome. It's the best. Yeah. Love it. So I don't even know how we got there. I don't oh, either. Noises, other people. Yeah, yeah. Just, I mean, yeah, it, that's the thing. But noises outside your tent. It could be lots of things. And sometimes it's your camp neighbors. Yeah. Maybe we'll have to talk, get into this in a future episode. Mm-hmm. Like I really struggle in this <laughs> when I am. When I'm near other people that are being loud, disrespectful, trashing the area, leaving, yeah. you know, like you make some eggs and you just throw your eggshells in the bushes, like not yeah, cool, yeah, your not avocado cool. pit, yeah, you know, like or noise is other stuff or light, mm-hmm. because I am probably overly aware of the impact that I am having on others. I try and be very cognizant of that, mm-hmm. so I struggle. I don't know if you know this about me, but I'm <laughs> kind of non-confrontational. Hmm. I'm a didn't, peacemaker. Didn't yeah. Like to avoid conflict. It's a little bit of piece of you, yeah. It has its pros and cons. What's the downside of being a peacemaker when there's somebody causing conflict near you? <laughs> What's the downside? Yeah, you just fester, right? Oh, you yeah. The downside it. is that the, the, the conflict moves inside He's you. He's like internal, internal rage. Internal, yeah, rage, <laughs> indigestion, mm. angst. Yeah. Um, but how do you, mm-hmm. like, some people I know would feel 
have no qualms about just telling the person camping next to them to, yeah. to turn the radio off yeah. or pick up their tra- whatever. I know, not um, really always comfortable in that. So how do we engage that? We'll talk about it on a future episode. Okay, let's go Get down that the different time. Yeah, because that's a way you know that's a thing that people can use as more people go out and recreate. Mm-hmm congregate this that's why i love the shoulder seasons <laughs> even winter we've yeah been doing a ton of stuff and yeah because there's nobody out there i want to camp get off really beat, bad right now if you get off the beat bad yeah. just a little bit yeah i would think i'm gonna be camping this weekend dude i want it i i took the tent off the rig but i'm, I'm thinking man i i might want to put it on i just would put do it on a, for that that weekend do you have an eight foot bed no it's like six 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 i think Okay. So it's not a full size bed. I have that sleeping platform that I used to have in the back of my truck. Before oh, I got the camper. I was gonna say you could throw the platform in there, sure. and the mattress, and then sure. you got a little mobile camp rig. That would be awesome. Yeah, too that's long. it's too long. Yeah, <clears throat> but so anyway. Well, we uh, it's been fun again, as always. We want to thank everyone for listening. Follow us on the socials. If people like us, Bryce, what could they? What would you recommend they do? If they like us, subscribe to or you know follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and then you know subscribe to the feed, uh, review it, share it, share it with a friend. That's going to help us the most. Sign up for some contests. There you go. If we have any, (laughs) we got some coming. We got some coming. Yeah, those are in the works. We're going to be doing some giveaways here coming up. Uh, we want to, we just want to engage with you guys a bit more, get some feedback from you. So mm. we've got some incre- creative ideas to do that. So cool. One last thing you can call us 503-427-8743. I know a lot of people don't use the phone. Call us, <laughs> call leave us. us, leave us some feedback. Maybe we'll play it on air. I've been telling everybody all the time. Yeah. They give me feedback in person. I said, leave me a voicemail. I'm like, you want me to call? <laughs> I'll just can text. I text it. <laughs> So call us, 503-427-8743. Most importantly, get out there and have some fun. See ya.